0: All right, folks, I want to show you this image. This is what we would be dealing with if the Democrat math that was applied to Joe Biden in 2020 had been applied to Hillary Clinton in 2016 and again in 2020, and she had won a second term. This is what we would be dealing with. But instead, right now, she is bringing the Clinton poison... To the poor women of India, as she announced that her foundation will be working with the Self Empowered Women Association in India to better prepare women for climate change.
1: Sign up to The Economist for in depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. So today I am proud to announce that
0: the Clinton Global Initiative, started by my husband, will work closely with SEWA and with our partners, the American India Foundation to launch a $50 million global climate resilient fund for women. I don't know what's worse. The situation we're in now or the situation we would have been in had they applied that great voodoo magic in 2016 to benefit Hillary Clinton. Shudder at the thought. Folks, Nancy Pelosi is not going to get away scot-free. Justin News is reporting that House Republicans have gathered a trove of text and email messages showing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office was directly involved in the creation and editing of the capital security plan that failed during January 6, 2021. Of course, this was all by design. I maintain that this was supposed to be an operation in which there were supposed to be mass casualties. And then they could blame that on President Trump in their second impeachment And bar him from ever holding public office again. That was the original plan. That's why there were people like Ray Epps and other various multitude, myriad, many trove of federal agents on the ground masquerading as MAGA Republicans. Security officials declared that they had been not been denied again and again the resources needed to protect one of the nation's most important homes of democracy. That's just the news saying that, not me. The internal communications were made public in a report compiled by Republican representatives Rodney Davis, Jim Banks, Troy Nels, Jim Jordan, and Kelly Armstrong, and it encompasses the months, the result of months of investigation they did have evidence that had been ignored by the Democrat-led January 6th committee. The lawmakers were authorized by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to do their own probe. So the January 6th probe lives on and they're looking at the real deal. Now the the report concludes the Capitol was left vulnerable on January 6th as a result of failures by the Democratic leadership in the House and law enforcement leaders in the Capitol Police who allowed concerns about the optics of having armed officers and National Guardsmen visible to the public to override the need for enhanced security. Once again, President Trump had offered all these things, but they wouldn't fit the narrative of a an insurrection. Folks, they had planned for this insurrection narrative before January 6th even came about. Quote, the leadership and law enforcement failures within the U.S. Capitol left the complex vulnerable on January 6th. The Democrat-led investigation in the House of Representatives, however, has disregarded this institutional failing that exposed the Capitol to violence that day. So, it turns out that Nancy Pelosi may finally be held accountable, at least by the House oversight and the new GOP House, for the catastrophic security failures that day. Jim Jordan will force Nancy Pelosi to testify according to a report, quote, the reason there wasn't a proper presence on that day goes right to the Speaker's staff and the Speaker's office. As you go back and look at the communication, there's this pattern that develops where the Sergeant of Arms is meeting with Pelosi's staff. And many of those meetings, Republican staff wasn't allowed to be there, but they had this pattern where everything had to run through her office, her staff, before the Sergeant of Arms could make a decision, Jordan said. Troy Nels also issued a statement and said, And Nancy Pelosi, you do have questions you do need to answer. Nancy will get you. We'll fly you back from Italy once you're the ambassador. Referring to the rumors that Joe Biden uh, is considering giving Pelosi the ambassadorship she so seeks in Italy. It'll be interesting to see where this goes. By the way... We have this as a follow-up to John Fetterman, the stroke patient who couldn't even speak or debate but somehow beat a world-renowned doctor, television personality, well-liked by people on both sides of the aisle as the senator. Because that's just how New Jersey, uh, excuse me, that's how Pennsylvania rolls. Uh, Pennsylvania, not New Jersey. A spokesman for freshman Senator John Fetterman said last night that the hospital tests show no signs of a new stroke and that he is being held for testing for a seizure, though none have been detected so far. So one of the questions I had in the comments a, a few times from those of you who asked, well, what happens if he can't serve? Well, no, no, his wife doesn't get to step up. Generally, I believe it's the 17th Amendment. Someone can correct me down below if I'm wrong says that the governor can put in a, a, a replacement until either there's a special election, some states have special elections, and some states let them finish the term of that person before uh, getting re-election. So it's going to be up to the governor of, of that state and or a special election. If someone who is familiar specifically with how that works in Pennsylvania, please feel free to chime in down below. All right, folks, MSNBC, huge faux pas here. Democrat Rep. Representative Angie Craig was assaulted in her D.C. apartment uh, yesterday morning. She was left bruised and shaken. Okay, she's from Minnesota. Now, this is really crazy, these assaults on politicians we, we reported a few days ago about uh, last week when I had uh, uh, Kevin McGarry on as my special guest. We were talking about the police beating and killing of uh, Tyree Nichols over in uh, Memphis. And that same day we're talking, there was a black Republican uh, uh, councilwoman that was killed. Well, there was another person killed that was a council member in that same state. And now we have Minnesota uh, Miss Craig assaulted in her D.C. apartment yesterday morning. She, left, she was left bruised uh, and shaken. Um, according to the uh, the D.C. police, who I don't believe, the attack was not politically motivated and appeared to be random. But here's the crazy thing. Uh, MSND, MSDNC posted the police report of this incident, and they did not blur out her address. They revealed the congresswoman's address, after she was assaulted in her apartment building. She is a Democrat. Irresponsible, irresponsible, irresponsible. MSNBC covered the story Thursday afternoon during Haley Jackson's report with anchor Haley Jackson and Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles. Jackson called the incident disturbing and noted that Craig was able to escape by throwing hot coffee on her attacker. Our team has gotten the police report in the last hour, said Jackson, reading from the police report that the attacker was acting erratic as if he was under the influence of unknown substance. The unredacted police report was displayed on the screen for about 15 seconds, showing her address and other information. In a rush to get the news out first, they revealed her address. Subpar, subpar. But you wouldn't expect any high standards for MSNBC now, would you? All right, folks, let me show this to you of Chuck Grassley. Let's get into some nitty-gritty political news reporting and analysis.
1: Other whistleblower disclosures to my office? What you're seeing here is Chuck Grassley,
0: who testified yesterday, Thursday, before the House's new select subcommittee on political weaponization. And he talked about whistleblower disclosures he has that discuss FBI evidence, once again... These are FBI whistleblowers with evidence that contradicts Joe Biden's multiple statements that he is not involved or aware of his family's business schemes.
1: Other whistleblower disclosures to my office make clear that the FBI has within its uh, possession very significant, impactful, and voluminous evidence with respect to potential criminal conduct by Hunter and James Biden. These disclosures also allege that Joe Biden was aware of Hunter Biden's business arrangements and may have been involved in some of them. The great Chuck Grassley then goes
0: on to essentially say, this is just another cover-up. No evidence that the FBI did anything with this information. But again, as Chuck Grassley will point out here, we shouldn't really be surprised. We're very much aware at this point of the absolute partisan corruption of the Federal Bureau of Investigation.
1: We still aren't sure what's been done with this information. The FBI's track record doesn't create much faith that the information is going to be followed up on. It's clear to me that the Justice Department and the FBI are suffering from a political infection that if it's not defeated, will cause the American people no longer to trust these storied institutions. It will also threaten the American way of life. Unfortunately, what you've heard from me, this story of government abuse and political treachery is scarier than fiction. It really happened. I really appreciate Chuck Grassley, but he's
0: forward thinking, but he's a little bit behind because... The institution known as the FBI has already lost its credibility with the American people and they are already destroying our American way of life. Look at what happened and what is happening to our January 6th protesters sitting in a D.C. gulag now for two years. Look what's happening to the raid on President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago, the raiding of Catholics protesting uh, against Roe v. Wade centers and everything else that the FBI has done to make America and her lovely citizens and patriots enemies of the state. This really did happen and unfortunately is continuing to happen. Now, folks, it doesn't matter that we have this information about Hunter Biden. He is going to escape. They are emboldened. Here is the latest news with that. The Hunter Biden's very expensive and high-powered legal team denied the House Oversight Committee Chair James Comer's letter demanding the president's son disclose troves of documents and communications relevant to the investigation into Biden family for wire fraud, tax evasion, money laundering, among other potential violations. Now, remember, President Trump and all his people, uh, what did they do? They, they, uh, They arrested... Let's see, uh, Roger Stone, um, we know that Steve Bannon, other people have been raided by the FBI um, and and other folks for not succumbing to a subpoena uh, from the House Democrats. But what what do we have here? We have Joe Biden telling them to pound sand. Attorney uh, Abby Lowell, who represents high-profile individuals engulfed in political scandals, such as Bill Clinton, told Comer that his demands lacked, quote, legitimate legislative and oversight basis to request such relevant information. That's right. The Oversight Committee does not have any legitimate legislative or oversight basis to look into the corruption of the current President of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Yet, didn't the Democrats get President Trump's tax returns? And that was labeled a legitimate legislative and oversight concern for them to get them just so they can release them uh, before the new Congress come in. And it was uh, nothing burger. On Wednesday evening, Comer asked Hunter and James Biden, along with the family's business partners, Eric Sherwin, Disclose a host of both classified and unclassified documents, records, and communications between business associates and family members, including President Joe Biden. Below rejected Coma's request, citing a lack of legitimacy. Oh, the GOP is now in charge, and all of a sudden they are illegitimate. But everything the Democrats did, of course, was and is legitimate. Rather than engage with you over a back-and-forth letter writing campaigns or any formal proceedings... I would offer to sit with you and your staff to see whether Mr. Biden has information that may inform some legitimate legislative purpose and be helpful to the committee, he replied. There is clear evidence President Biden, his son Hunter, and Joe's brother James were corruptly on the payrolls of Chinese and Ukrainian oligarchs. This is uh, according to Mike Davis, founder and president of the pro-Trump Article 3 project, and former chief counsel for the aforementioned and shown, Chuck Grassley. Investigating whether the president of the United States is compromised, especially involving America's most serious overseas challenges, is clearly within Congress's constitutional oversight responsibilities. Hunter Biden is not above the law, and Congress should not tolerate his contempt, he added. By the way, the uh, records and communications Comer demanded is 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 very very extensive. Here are some of the things that uh, it includes: <sighs> wire transfer, financial arrangements, office, residential leases, rent payments, real estate transactions, Biden Foundation and the Penn Biden Center contracts, QuickBooks, financial spreadsheets, payments, bills, invoices, fees, agreements, credit cards, and companies. Those are the things that are being demanded, and the list of people is even longer. But it includes people like Devin Archer, Tony Bobulinski, uh Patrick Ho Ching-Ping, and Eric Schwerwin, Robert Walker, and many people associated with the multiple Chinese entities and also Ukrainian company Burisma. So we don't know what Comer's next step is. However, Comer could try and compel the relevant information through a subpoena. So, so far, this was a request. Now he can move on to the subpoena. The lawless Bidens, like always so far, are prevailing. Sorry, Comer. Sorry, Oversight Committee. According to these people who get away with crimes over and over again, you have no legitimate oversight or legislative purpose for doing this. And one of the first people to give absolute cover to The Biden crime family, do not forget, was Attorney General Bill Barr and the FBI who had the laptop and hid it from the public because it was an election year and they didn't want to be political. (laughs) Uh, The irony of all ironies. Now let's get to the latest from Jack Smith, special counsel spearheading the investigation into President Trump and Mike Pence having a second chance to backstab the greatest president, of our lifetime, Donald John Trump. Now to that breaking news here in Washington tonight. Sources tell CBS News that former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel looking into former President Donald Trump's handling of classified documents and the 2020 election. That's right, folks. This is the continuation now of a six-plus-year witch hunt against President Trump. So we're getting, uh, obviously, the reporting is now coming out that Jack Smith has subpoenaed Vice President Mike Pence as of yesterday. Attorney General Merrick Garland in November appointed Smith to determine whether Trump should face criminal prosecution for the events of January 6th or his handling of White House documents after he left office. It's ridiculous at this point that they're even trying to make an issue of President Trump, who is a former president and was a president and had legal Authority to declassify and take classified documents, yet they're cooperating on the FBI end and the DOJ end with Biden on his myriad of documents that he should not have had access to because he was just a senator and a vice president. But we're just supposed to ignore that. Like Chuck Grassley uh, stated, you know, the storied institution of the FBI is no more. It's not going to happen. We already know about their partisanship. A a, a freaking joke, but not a laughing matter as they're going after the president and everyday Americans. ABC News, who first reported that Pence had been subpoenaed, said it is not immediately clear what information Smith wants from Pence, but noted that the subpoena came after months of negotiation between federal prosecutors and Pence's legal team. The move will be seen as a major escalation of Smith's probe into efforts by Trump and his allies and suggests that Smith's investigation has entered a more advanced stage. As Breitbart previously reported, Smith has a history of boxed uh, prosecutions against political leaders, including one conviction against former Virginia Governor Bob McDonald that the U.S. Supreme Court later overturned. Of course, Trump blasted him as being a Trump-hating thug because that's exactly what he is. If you recall, Trump wrote, The special prosecutor assigned to get Trump case, Jack Smith, is a Trump-hating thug whose wife is a serial and open Trump-hater whose friends and other family members are even worse, and as a prosecutor in Europe, according to Rick Rennell, put a high-government official in prison because he was a Trump-positive person. So far, neither office has responded to requests for comments or further information. Now, this comes after months of negotiations, we're told, between Pence's lawyers and federal prosecutors. It is not clear at this hour tonight what Special Counsel Jack Smith wants to question Pence about. Well, folks, that's going to be pretty obvious. It's not really going to be about the documents part of the Trump investigation that Jack Smith's special counsel is doing. It's going to be a continuation of the January 6th witch hunt in which they're trying to make President Trump the ringleader for an insurrection that didn't even take place, that was coordinated by the FBI and Fed operatives. And unfortunately, some innocent people got rolled up into that, and they're sitting in jail for two years over misdemeanors. But I'll tell you what Mike Pence is going to do. He's going to do the same thing he did back in 2021 on that fateful day. He is going to get a second chance to stab President Trump and America in the back. He is not going to, well, it sounds like right now that maybe his lawyers are trying to not show up or what have you, but Biden is going to succumb and he's going to have to listen to and cooperate with this subpoena. And when he does, he is going to be there to give them what they want, to give them what they are looking for, just a little bite, just a little morsel, because Mike Pence is running for president in 2024, and it behooves him to turn on President Trump and stab him in the back yet again. Do we expect that Mike Pence is really going to stand up to Jack Smith? He hasn't shown any sort of fortitude, cojones, um, or any sort of chutzpah when it comes to not falling in with the establishment deep state. He is obviously an establishment rhino, and it doesn't fare well for President Trump and us uh, Americans if we are going to, Trump-loving Americans, that is, if we're going to hold out any hope that Mike Pence is not going to roll over. But hey, we may be surprised. What are your thoughts? Please put it down below. Before I show you the last clip, um, Please don't forget to check out our sister YouTube channel, The BCP Report. There's an entire Democratic Party leadership that flipped to GOP. That was reported on early this morning uh, by Juniorette on our other show. And please don't forget to check out our other show, BCP Unfiltered, which you can find over at therealbcp.com and other places as well. Please check the links down below. All right, folks. I want to end with this last clip where Hakeem Jeffries saying there's a nothing burger when it comes to the Biden crime family, which we've just covered. Chuck Grassley letting us know that FBI whistleblowers have information that the FBI, in fact, does have the goods on the Biden crime family. Hakeem Jeffries wants to dismiss it. But in his dismissal yesterday, it sure sounds like he's admitting that in fact, that laptop is Hunter Biden's. Listen and tell me what you think. Yes, because America has a man in the Oval Office who just let Chinese spy balloon go over letting Chinese nationals, as we've covered, come through the southern border and is sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. So yeah, the GOP wants to look into President Biden's family and the money they made with these foreign enemy forces of America and the information that we glean about this from the Biden's family laptop. Or was Hakeem Jeffrey saying that the GOP rather look into the Biden family and some random laptops? Of course not. It's the former. Thanks for being here. We'll be back later with more reporting. Ciao, goodbye. God bless.